Come on, come all, come gather round. Come hear tales both lost and found. Grab yourself a drink with a splash of lime. It's David and Michael's story time. Hey everyone, welcome to Storytime. I'm David Miller. I'm Michael Santel, and today we have another fabulous Japanese fairy tale for They're you. Quickly becoming Santel's favorites. They're so dark. They just feel like they go there where some of the other ones they sort of sort of beat around the bush. No. We're getting right to the shit. Uh, like all the others, is this one mainly about animals that act like people? Oh, yes, and inanimate objects. Oh, okay. <laughs> there are inanimate objects that I would love to know how they do anything. Okay, yeah. Um, the Today's story is called The Quarrel of the Monkey and the Crab. Okay. <laughs> Predictions. Anything that sticks out to you uh, well, so far? Well, they're going to be fighting over something. Okay. It's, Ooh, it's, you know. Ooh. it's either going to be land or... Um, like a, like a, like a prized object. Maybe something washes up on the shore. Okay. And it's shiny. Great. And it's like, who gets it? Okay. The sea creature or, or the land creature? Who knows? That's, I mean, that's I, the story I would write. I mean, right I know, but that's not anywhere <laughs> close to what happens. Well, I'm about to write a story. <laughs> um, uh, I will let you know that, uh, I've been holding on to this for about two weeks now and every single time... Every single time we record, I'm like, I'm going to do this one? No, I'm going to hold off. Yeah. And then this one? No, I'm going to hold off. Okay. Last time we recorded, I almost did this one, but I'm glad I'm doing it today. Okay. <laughs> so, here we go. <clears throat> is this also by uh, Yi Theodora Ozaki? Uh, yes, it is. I'm sorry I didn't say his name. I just didn't write it down this I just, slide. I'm proud that I remembered it. I'm so, you did very good with that one. <laughs> here we go. Long, long ago... One bright autumn day in Japan, it happened that a pink-faced monkey and a yellow crab were playing together along the bank of a river. Oh, they're friends. Uh, they're not friends. Well, they're uh, playing together. I've never seen a yellow crab before. Really? Yeah. I, I always picture him as red. I guess. I mean, I've seen all... I, I guess, I think... I feel like I've seen a yellow one. I've only seen, like, maybe baby little yellow ones, but they've ne I've never seen them be yellow. I don't know. Are I, they yellow before you cook them? I don't. I wasn't surprised by the yellow crab part. So I was I, surprised by that. I was surprised <laughs> by that. As they were running about, the crab found a rice dumpling Ooh. and the monkey a persimmon seed. Oh. The crab picked up the rice dumpling and showed it to the monkey saying, Look what a nice thing I found. Then the monkey held up the persimmon seed and said, I also have found something good. Look. But it's not as good. A rice dumpling it's just is just a persimmon seed. Yeah, it's not as good. A rice dumpling's way better. Now, though the monkey is always very fond of persimmon fruit, he had no use for the seed he just found. The persimmon seed is hard and unedible as a stone. He, therefore, in his greedy nature, yeah. felt very envious of the crab's nicer dumpling, and he proposed an exchange. The crab, naturally, did not see why he should give up his prize for a hard stone-like seed and would not consent to the monkey's proposition. <laughs> yeah, makes a lot of sense, so right? So far, the crab has got a good head on his, A uh, very good uh, head. Whatever. Is that a shoulder? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I never thought... <laughs> He's mean, got a good head on his... Body? Face? Like, yeah. He doesn't even have a head. Like, yeah, there's just a, a face on the fucking face back. On, on the front of his body is a face. I never thought about that before. There is no head. Yeah. The face is the head. I guess. Maybe it's a little tiny head. They do that's also the butt. Oh my goodness. <laughs> He's a butt face. <laughs> then the cunning monkey began to persuade the crab, saying, How unwise you are to not think of the future. Your rice dumpling can be eaten now, and this is certainly much bigger than any seed. 
But if you sow the seed in the ground, yeah. it will soon grow and become a great tree in a few years and bear an abundance of fine, ripe persimmons year after year. So that's what I was thinking was going to be the eventual lesson. If only I could show it to you, then with the yellow fruit hanging on its branches. Of course, if you don't believe me, I shall sow it myself. Though, I am sure later on, you will be very sorry that you did not take my advice. So he's sort of doing like a, like a Tom Sawyer, like, who's going to pay? Oh, painting a fence is so much fun. Yeah, he's like, well, you know, if you're not going to do it, then I'm going to plant this seed. I'm giving you the option of having the better deal here. I'm being nice to you. It feels like that test they do with kids where they're like, I'll give you a marshmallow yeah. now, but if you wait five minutes, yeah. I'll give you two marshmallows. Yeah. Let's see what happens. <laughs> the simple-minded crab could not resist the monkey's clever uh, persuasion. He at last gave in and consented to the monkey's proposal. Then the exchange was made. The greedy monkey soon gobbled up the dumpling. And with great reluctance, gave up the persimmon seed to the crab. He would have liked to have keep that too, but he was afraid of making the crab angry and, yeah. <laughs> and of being pinched by a sharp, scissor-like claw. A, a decent fear. You shouldn't go back on your deal, you made monkey. Especially if someone has fucking scissor hands. Yeah. Right? Isn't that like the third don't act of Edward like, Scissorhands? Don't try to, like, undercut a guy with weapons. <laughs> don't undercut a guy who can literally undercut you. <laughs> they then separated, the monkey going home to his forest trees and the crab to his stones along the riverside. As soon as the crab reached home, he put the persimmon seed in the ground as the monkey had told him. In the following spring, the crab was delighted to see the shoot of a young tree push its way through the ground. Yay! Each year it grew bigger, till at last it blossomed one spring, and in the following autumn bore some fine large persimmons. Uh-huh. Among the broad, smooth green leaves, the fruit hung like golden balls, and as they ripened, they mellowed to a deep orange. It was the little crab's pleasure to go out day by day and sit in the sun and put his long eyes in the in the same way a snail puts out its horn <laughs> and watch the persimmon ripen to perfection. Okay. Yeah, the the No, I know, the little, little yeah, they, eyes. Yeah. The yeah, they they come off of his butt face. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also like in terms of time frame Years, years, have, yeah. years have gone by. Well, yeah, because you're not going to grow a tree in like six months. Right, but they do fucking shit with time all the time in these stories, right? Like, they didn't do any of that. Well, I guess. Years but... have gone on. Yeah. How delicious they will be to eat, he said to himself. At last, one day, he knew the persimmons must be quite ripe and he wanted very much to taste one. Yeah. He made several attempts to climb the tree uh -oh. in the vain hope of reaching one of the beautiful persimmons hanging above him. But he failed each time. For a crab's legs are not made for climbing trees, but only for running along the ground and over stones, both of which he can do most cleverly. <laughs> in his dilemma, he thought of his old playmate, the monkey, who... He, he hasn't seen in years. He hasn't seen him in such a long time. <laughs> he knew could climb trees better than anyone else in the world. He determined to ask the monkey to help him and set out to find him. I don't trust this monkey. Well... It's a trickster monkey. He's already wanted to, like, keep everything for himself If he before. was friends, he would have brought persimmons by 
any time during those years, not once did he visit. Not once did he ever just come by and give, like, holiday cookies yeah. or, like, a scarf that he made him. Yeah. He did none of that, David. No, I feel like the monkey is definitely going to try to weasel some extra persimmons out of this for himself. You mean monkey some, uh, monkey, monkey No, he's going to weasel him. He learned from his friend the weasel. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. It's another story. It's another story. <laughs> we'll get to where weaseling yeah. comes from next time. Running crab fashion up the stony riverbank. Thank you for clarifying. Over the pathways into the shadowy forest, the crab at last found the monkey taking an afternoon nap in his favorite pine tree, with his tail curled tight around the branch to prevent him from falling off in his dreams. Seems legit. It's a smart thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> which makes me now want to tie myself to my bed. Because I have weird... Have you fallen out of your bed before? I've never fallen out, but I get weird fucked up night terrors. And you think tying yourself down will help? I just feel like it's like a, it's an added comfort. It's like a blanket that will never leave your side. <laughs> when you tie yourself down, it's like holding someone's hand that they'll never let go. I all right. Tie yourself to the bed tonight, David. <laughs> he was soon wide awake. However, when he heard himself uh, himself called and eagerly listening to what the crab told him, when he heard that the seed which he had long ago exchanged for the rice dumpling had grown into a tree and was now bearing good fruit, he was delighted, for he at once deceived a cunning plan, which would give him all the persimmons for himself. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, David's I, not paying attention. <laughs> He's looking at the fucking cat. My cat was about to try to eat the candle that's lit currently, and I don't want that to <laughs> I light a candle every time we record. It's our recording <laughs> candle, and if that cat fucks with this recording, I'm gonna lose my shit on him. Today's the day he decided to almost put his face in the fire. We're, we're safe now. <gasps> David's cat ruined it! He consented to go with the crab to pick the fruit for him. When they both reached the spot, the monkey was astonished to see what a fine tree had sprung from the seed, and with what a number of ripe persimmons and branches were loaded. Do you know what a persimmons is? It's a fruit, but I, like, I don't particularly know what it looks like. It's like a mixture between an orange and a peach. Okay. It's like an orange color, but I think it's a peach-like texture. I don't know if you eat the skin or not. Okay. We'll find out next time. He quickly climbed the tree and began to pluck and eat as fast as he could, one persimmons after another. I knew it. Each time he chose the best and ripest he could find and went on eating till he could eat no more. Not one would he give to the poor hungry crab waiting below. And and when he had finished, there was little but the hard, unripe fruit left. Oh, man. He ate all the good ones. He didn't leave any of the bad, none of the bad ones for himself. It's a shitty monkey. You can imagine the feeling of the poor crab after waiting patiently for so long as he had done for the tree to grow and the fruit to ripen when he saw the monkey devouring all the good persimmons. He was so disappointed that he ran around the tree uh, I would like to point out that when I you did it, I did it. I shouldn't have done that because I lost my place when I did that. But I pictured well, while I explained to everyone okay. what I just saw, you okay. find your place. When he said the crab ran around the tree, he's he's sitting down, but he literally put his arms up like crab. I wanted to like emphasize that he was like freaking out around he was the tree, running, running crab like. Uh, he was so disappointed and ran around and around the tree calling to the monkey to remember his promise. I just picture the whole time he'd be like, hey, hey, come hey, come hey come he's like making his, that. he's making as much noise as possible. It's, it's about, about to get, get fucked up. The monkey at first took no notice of the crab's complaints, but at last he picked up the hardest, greenest persimmons he could find and aimed it at the crab's head. Oh, come on! The persimmons as hard as a stone when it is unripe. The monkey's missile struck home, and the crab was sorely hurt 
by wait, the blow. Hold, I'm sorry, I, that's terrible. But where did the monkey aim for? His head. Where is that? Yeah, it's oh, oh great, qu- great question. <laughs> I never thought of that. Just like the flat thing on his <laughs> face. Aiming for the flat face. He means his face part. Oh his man, face butt part or whatever. <laughs> again and again, as fast as he could pick them, the monkey pulled off the hard persimmons and threw them at the defenseless crab till he dropped dead. Oh what? Covered with wounds all over his body, there he lay, a pitiful sight at the foot of the tree he had himself planted. That's... Damn. He was murdered to death at the foot of his own baby tree. That sucks. When the wicked monkey saw that he had killed the crab, he ran away from the spot as fast as he could, in fear and trembling, like a coward that he is. Yeah. He's dead, David. I know. He's dead. It was a it was a crime of passion. It wasn't. It wasn't a crime of passion. <laughs> it was a premeditated crime. He said what he was gonna do. He's a murderer, David. Justice must prevail. <laughs> what would be the worst thing to happen next? To the monkey? No, oh. to the crab. Uh if the crab got eaten. Now the crab had a son who had oh, been no. playing with a friend not far from the spot oh, no. where his sad work had taken place. On the way home, he came across his father, dead. You were walking home from school. (laughs) In the most dreadful condition. His head was smashed, and his shell was broken in several places, and around his body lay the unripe persimmons which had done their deadly work. At the dreadful sight, the poor young crab sat down and wept. He fucking Bruce Wayne! He, like, found his parents dead! I was literally about to say, this is like Crab Wayne right now. This is Crab Wayne! (laughs) But when he had wept for some time, he told himself that this crying would do no good. Which is exactly what Batman would say. Yep. It was his duty to avenge his father's (laughs) murder. He will become the knight. And And this he determined to do. He looked about for some clues which would lead lead him to discover the murder. Like the world's greatest detective. Like the world's do. greatest detective. <laughs> Looking up at the tree, he noticed that the best fruit had gone, and that all around lay bits of peel and numerous seeds strewn on the ground, right. as well as the unripe persimmons, which had uh, which had even, uh, evidently been thrown at his father. Then he understood that the monkey was the was the murderer. For he now remembered that his father had once told the story of the rice dumpling and the persimmon seed. The young crab knew that the monkey liked persimmons above all other fruit, and he felt sure that his greed for the covered fruit had been the cause of the old crab's death. Alas! Alas and alack! Is there any uh, villains in Batman that, like, Batman knew as a kid? Oh. That, like, had interactions with his parents? Um, I mean, probably, I, I can't, like, think of any firsthand that are coming to mind at the moment. Are there any... Wing? I think in the show Gotham, like, which I haven't seen, like, Batman's a kid, so there's, yeah, a, yeah, there's, so, a, there's a bunch right, of... Right, like, right, 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 yeah. okay. But, um, yeah, I, I, there probably is. Uh, I will have to go back and check that. So what would an impatient Bruce Wayne want to do? He'd want to just run in there and... And, and beat the shit out of that monkey. He at first thought of going to attack the monkey at once. Aha! For he had burned with rage. Second thoughts, however, 
told him that this was useless, for the monkey was an old and cunning animal and would be hard to overcome. He must meet cunning with cunning yeah. and ask some of his friends to help him, yeah. for he knew it would be quite out of his power to kill him alone. Right. He needs, like, a guy sitting at home who's, like, an old butler who can stitch up his wounds. Uh-huh. He needs a young hotshot who can flip around and cause a distraction. Okay. He needs, like, a female crab who's just as capable but always second bill. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about two of those people that show up. Okay. Not in the same way, but if we were to do a one-to-one -one comparison, it would absolutely make sense. I love this Crab Batman story. It's just getting better. Crab Man. Oh, I thought you were going to do Crab Batman. I was going to do Crab Man because it's the same story. Either one's fine. All but right. he's not a man. He's a Crab Batman. I mean, either way, we're probably not allowed to do it. I so. probably not. <laughs> <clears throat> The young crab set out at once to call on the mortar, his father's old friend, and told uh, and told him all of what happened. I googled this. This is just a mortar and a pestle. Oh. Just like a fucking... He just sat on a mortar. Just a mortar that's sentient and talks and is friends with everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry. Read the first sentence one more time. The young crab set out at once to call on the mortar, his father's old friend, oh my and God. told him of all that had happened. He besought the mortar with tears to ah. help him avenge his father's death. The mortar was very sorry when he heard the woeful tale and promised at once to help the young crab punish the monkey to death. Okay, so that's our Alfred, because he's the old friend. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. And he's like, rock solid all yeah. the time. <laughs> he doesn't bend. He just wants what's best. And the, and the young crab is like, hey, I'm going to murder this guy. And the mortar's like, let's think about this. I will help you. Yeah, yeah. Like He's just like, I can't stop him. I have to just help him. He warned him that he must be very careful in what he did, for the monkey was a strong and cunning enemy. Uh -huh. Master Crab, you must be careful when you go out there. You don't understand this man. Some men just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> <laughs> the mortar now sent to fetch the bee and the chestnut, also the crab's old friends, okay. to consult them about the matter. In short time, the bee and the chestnut arrived. When they were told all the details of the old crab's death and of the monkey's wickedness and greed, they both gladly consented to help the young crab in his revenge. Yeah. We what, got the whole gang together. What we're basically saying is we have a fantastic four oh that are going to help them. You have the wily crab. Yeah. You have the hardest rock mortar. Yeah. You have the fiery chestnut. Okay. And then you have the bee. Almost like invisible, but there the whole time. <laughs> After talking for a long time as the ways and means of carrying out their plans, they separated. And Mr. Mortar went home with his young crab to help bury his poor father. Oh, yeah. You gotta put Master Crab there in the ground. There has to be a funeral scene standing in the rain in the, in the graveyard. It would be so sad and all the other... Well, <laughs> we'll find out something else about the, the father crab in a second. Okay. While all this was taking place, the monkey was congratulating himself as the wicked often do before their punishment comes upon <laughs> them on all that he had done so neatly. What a fucking, what a line for, to like, What a little wink to the audience. Yeah, just that being one. like, that's what no, you do. We all know what happens. You go here. back to your, you go back to your pad and you're like, you just celebrate. Ha <laughs> <all>, I'm <laughs> successfully evil. Yeah, you celebrate your spoils. He like got all that persimmons in his big fat <laughs> belly. That's true. He thought it quite a fine thing that he had robbed his friends for all his ripe persimmons, and then rather he had killed him. Shitty that he still calls the guy his friend. Yeah. 
I robbed and killed my friend. Also, I would love to hear the backstory of when they were friends. Because so far... When the they played years ago. The monkey... Right, but that... Fuck that noise. Like, that doesn't mean anything. He, like, <laughs> did one thing for him, and the one interaction, it was a bad deal. Yeah, it was a, it was a trick. Still, smile as hard as he might, he could not banish altogether the fear of the consequences should his evil deeds be discovered. Oh, so we're getting a little bit of a, like, we're a little of insight into this villain. He's getting to be a little more complicated. A than little just, bit, just a little bit. If he were found out, and he told himself that this could not be, for he had escaped unseen. Right. If I were to be caught, even though I'm which, not going to be, there's no way the Crab's family would be sure to bear him hatred and seek to take revenge on him. Makes sense. So, he would not go out and keep himself at home for several days. He found this kind of life, however, extremely dull. <laughs> Accustomed as he was to a free life of the woods, and at last he said... So he wants to... He, he's just like, I'm gonna lay low at home. Right, but then he's bored after like two days. Bored as shit. There's yeah. no Fortnite, there's no nothing. There's nothing well, to do. Well, there shouldn't be any Fortnite. I don't like that game. Okay, I apologize. I'll make another <laughs> video game reference later. <laughs> No one knows that it is I who killed the crab. I am sure that the old thing breathed his last breath before I left him. Mm -hmm. Dead crabs have no mouths. Dead crabs tell no tales. Which is exactly what I thought! <laughs> who is there to tell that I am the murderer? Since no one knows, what is the use of shuttering myself up and brooding over the matter? What is done cannot be undone. How could anyone find out? He didn't account for the world's greatest detective to be on the case. Uh, so, what do you think the monkey does? Uh, he goes out and he probably... Maybe he goes back to the persimmon tree to see if there's any new ripe ones. Uh, with this, he wandered out into the crab settlement and crept about as sly as possible near the crab's house and tried to hear the neighbors gossip around Ah, about. see if anybody suspects anything. He wanted to find out what the crabs were saying about the chief's death. For the he was old, the chief For crab? the old crab had been the chief of the tribe. Jesus Christ! The chief of the tribe. The number one crab. It was his responsibility to watch out for all the other crabs and he was murdered. He was trying to grow a persimmon tree for his people. For his people. Oh he wanted God. to deliver us persimmons, but he was <laughs> unable to. He was unable to. But he heard nothing and said to himself, they are all such fools that they don't know and don't care who murdered their chief. So he's like, they don't even know what happened, those dumb crabs. He doesn't know that there's a vigilante task force after He has no idea about the Fantastic oh, Four. This is going to be so sweet. Little did he know in his so-called monkey wisdom Aha. that his seeing unconcerned was part of the young crab's plan. <laughs> he purposely pretended not to know who killed his father and also to believe that he had met his death through his own fault. Oh my god. By the means he could, the better keep secret through the revenge of the monkey, which he was meditating. So the monkey returned home from his walk quite content. He told himself he had nothing now to fear. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I guess a trap must be set then. One fine day, when the monkey was sitting at home, he was surprised by the appearance of a messenger from the young crab. While he was wondering what this might mean, the messenger bowed before him and said, I, have I would love to know what species or object this messenger is. Great question. 
great question. I know, I know, it doesn't say. I have been sent by the master to inform you that his father died the other day in falling from a persimmon tree while trying to climb the tree after fruit. This, being the seventh day, is the first anniversary after his death. I'm going to say that it's a human being. Maybe. <laughs> and my master has prepared a little festival in his father's honor oh. and bids you come to participate in it as you were one of his best friends. Oh. My master hopes you will honor his house with your kind visit. Lay it on thick. Lay it on real thick. Also, what a... Oh, man. Like, he can't turn it down because it'll seem suspicious, but, like, what a shitty person to then go to the funeral party of the guy you murdered. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's almost like a... As a guest of honor. Yeah, have you ever seen uh, Hitchcock's Rope? I love Rope. Which one of the I two... Did a, I did a scene... I was going to say, which one of the two boys do you want to be? Were you, the, <laughs> were you the blonde one or the brunette one? I think I was the brunette. I was the one that was, um, that was more nervous. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you know those guys are gay? Yes, in the stage production, which Ro- I, when, when I was in high school, I did a... Um, like a long extended scene from the stage production of Rope for like a festival. Oh! Uh, we like got to the finals on it. It was really fun. What festival? Uh, ITS? Fullerton? Uh, it might have been. It was either Fullerton or one of the ones of the high schools down in. Down yeah, 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 yeah. Get back to it! When the monkey heard these words, he rejoiced in his inmost heart for all his fears of being suspected were now at rest. He could not guess that a plot had just been set in motion against him. He pretended to be very surprised at the news of the crab's death and said, I am indeed very sorry to hear of the chief's death. We were great friends, as you know. I remember that we were once exchanged a rice a rice dumpling for a persimmon seed. Oh, and you bring up the rice dumpling. It grieves me much to think that the seed was in the end the cause of his death. I accept your kind invitation with many thanks. I shall be delighted to do honor to my poor old friend. And he screwed on some false tears from his eyes. Ooh. Yeah, just like he had to push out a couple of push out a couple of little uh, salty boys out of his I've face. Also never heard it said like that he's he screwed on some tears oh i love it i love it so much it's a great way to like <laughs> imply that they're not real like uh, yeah. also yeah, yeah that's what i yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Be like, we're, we're, we're. that little hand <laughs> ringing gesture the messenger laughed inwardly at the thought the wicked monkey is now dropping false tears but within a short time he shall shed real ones thought the totally human six foot <laughs> no we messenger. don't know what it is he's a full we don't know what it he's is a full grown man i think it's one of the other parts no, it, it might be one of the other people it's definitely like a 6 foot 5 230-pound man. He's a sumo man? <laughs> I don't know. It's a very tall person yeah, in Japan. Yeah. But aloud, he thanked the monkey politely and went home. When he had got... It's probably another fucking crab from the crab tribe. Yeah, no, I know that. He's the leader of the crab tribe. I know that. Okay. I'm, I'm picturing a large, bald man. <laughs> it works very well. It could just be Alfred as well. <laughs> when he had gone, the wicked monkey laughed aloud at what he thought was the young crab's innocence, and without the least feelings began to look forward to the feast to be held the Ugh. day that honored the dead crab. Without the least feelings. To which he had been invited. He ch- he changed his dress and set out somnolently to visit the young crab. Not once do they talk about this monkey wearing clothes, but this monkey has been wearing clothes this entire time and changed his outfit into a more funeral attire. I picture, like, beforehand, I think he was dressed like Abu from Aladdin. (laughs) Shit, just had, like, a little vest? And now he's dressed like Abu after Aladdin gets turned into a prince. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so he's a monkey? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I picture him now wearing a robe with a little sash on it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Also, just like that robe I gave you for Christmas. You did. Okay, you great. didn't give me a robe for Christmas. You gave me a robe because you didn't. I need it. said your apartment's too cold <laughs> and you need a robe. Is a blanket that never falls off. Okay, <laughs> right. it's a fabulous right. gift. He found all the members of the Krabs family and his relatives waiting to receive and welcome him. Oh boy! As soon as the bows of meeting were over, they led him to the hall. Here, the young chief mourner came to receive him. Expressions of condolences and thanks were exchanged between them, and then they all sat down to a luxurious feast and entertained the monkey as the guest of honor. That's so fucked up. So fucked up. I still like that in, even in like a revenge story, the Japanese are like, no, no, we're still gonna bow and greet each other. We're not gonna... Well, like, they've been going out of the way to like really downplay that there's revenge coming. Yeah, well, they gotta play play it low. Fantastic Four can't just spring their plan on fucking Doctor Doom all of a sudden. The monkey's really clever. The feast... The feast over, he was he was next invited to the tea ceremony room to drink a cup of tea. When the young when the young crab had conducted the monkey to the tea room, he left him and retired. Time passed, and still he did not return. At last, the monkey became impatient and said to himself, "The tea ceremony is always a very slow affair. I am tired of waiting so long." I am very thirsty after drinking so much sake at the dinner. They got a real <laughs> yeah, drunk yeah, at dinner. Did. Yeah, they did. Also, another, like, it's just, another Japanese thing, it's just assumed that everyone got shit-faced at dinner. You they just didn't even, sake. You they just didn't, sake. but they never, there was no scene of, like, the young crab being like, have another drink of sake, yeah. my old friend. He then approached the charcoal fireplace. Oh! Do you want to guess what the plan is? No, you're just going to let you be surprised. I think that, oh, well, sure, it'll surprise me, but I think there's going to be, like, poison something in there. Oh, okay, okay. You're wrong. Okay, uh, okay great. He then approached the charcoal fireplace and began to pour out some hot water from the kennel boiling there. When something burst from the ashes with great pop and hit the monkey right in the neck. Oh, my God. It was the chestnut. Oh, my God. One of the crab's friends who had hidden himself in the fireplace. Jesus. Chestnuts roasting in an open fire, but, David. But for real, like, the chestnut sat there and waited, like, in the fire. What if the monkey never got impatient? Like a fucking ninja. He <laughs> stood there in the ashes with his eyes closed, and he poured it, and his eyes opened, and all you could see in the fireplace was the open eyes of the chestnut, <laughs> and he fucking whacked him right upside the head. The monkey, taken by surprise, jumped backwards, and then started to run out of the room. This was a, a violent whelp. Yeah. He flung his whole chestnut body at him. Again, <laughs> a chestnut roasting in an open fire, so it's like a hot it's a hot chestnut, yeah. The bee, who was hiding outside the screens, now flew out and stung him on the cheek. Ooh. Also, the the crabs live in a, a beautiful fucking Japanese home yeah, with sliding a, doors. <laughs> there's a tea room. There's a banquet hall. I don't know how crabs built this, David, but they've been living here for a very long time. I love when details like this are told way into the story, and it's like you've been watching these characters, and then it's like that trick or like that joke that they do in shows all the time. Where it's like you're watching the whole scene, and then the scene suddenly just zooms out and you realize like oh they're on a playground yeah (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) the monkey was in great pain his neck was burned by the chestnut and his face badly stung by the bee then he ran on screaming and chattering with rage and like monkey chattering which is not pleasant it's just those screeches yeah now the stone mortar had hidden himself with several other stones on top of the crab's gate Uh, so Live stones? <laughs> no, like so. If, if it's if a Japanese home, there's probably a gate that leads to like a courtyard yeah. and then the house. Yeah. So on top of it is like other like decorations. Yeah. yeah. And he hid there, so he didn't know. What which... was said with other stones. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so did, he get, did he get friends who are still? No, like these are alive? just dead stones. Because, yeah, but he's alive. More because they don't come to life until you carve them with a purpose. I guess. I guess so. There's no soul in these stones yet. And as the monkey, ooh, soul stones. <laughs> and as the monkey ran underneath the mortar, uh, the mortar, and all fell down on top of the monkey's head. Yeah. Never mind. All of these rocks are conscious, they jumped, yeah. and they all jump right, together. Guys, he runs over one. Two, three. But it's almost like a death from a hitman, right? Where you yeah. like push a statue onto somebody, yeah, yeah, except yeah. the mortar just used his body. <laughs> Was it possible for the monkey to bear the weight of the mortar falling on him from atop of the gate? He lay crushed and in great pain, <laughs> quite unable to get up. The answer is no. The answer is no. <laughs> what, a, what a quick question answer. As he lay there helpless, the young crab came up and holding his great claw scissors over the monkey, he said, You got punked! You've you, been punked! It's Ashton Kutcher! Do you now remember that you murdered my father? Oh shit. Holding his fucking blade hand by his face. Then you are my enemy? Gasped the monkey brokenly. <laughs> Of course, said the young crab. Oh my god. It was your father's fault, not mine, gasped the unrepented monkey. Yeah. Can you still lie? I will soon put an end to your breath. And with that, he cut off the monkey's head with oh. one pitcher claw. Snap! Oh boy. Thus, the wicked monkey met his well-merited punishment, and the young crab avenged his father's death. This is the end of the story of the monkey, the crab, and the persimmon seed. And the beginning of the story <laughs> of the crab man. The end. Fuck yeah. It could very well be Batman. That's Batman. It could very well be Batman with the help of, like, the other Fantastic Four. Batman had help. Right. And I think maybe now the, mor the mortar is, like, the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're doing a Fantastic Four, then the mortar is definitely the thing. Great. Uh, let's go. Let's go to lessons. Let's go to lessons. Lessons. David, what do you think this story is teaching kids? Be, well, first of all, I think one of the first lessons is like, be careful of people trying to sell you something. Yes, absolutely. Like, like, like the monkey sold this crab on a thing, but like, if if someone's selling you on something and part of their pitch is, oh, trust me, I'll go ahead and take the worst deal here. Like, be careful of that shit. Absolutely. Um, and I also feel like it. It's also, it, I, th I think that is the lesson of be, be careful if things sound too good to be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, I guess, like, in a weird way, like, like when he got the monkey to help him get the persimmons, and that's when the monkey, like, murdered him and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, like, it's, I'm kind of interpreting that as, like, a, like, it's almost like, a, like if, if you're to buy a house or something, like, watch... The bank that sold it to you, like, trying to sell you on other stuff. You know what I mean? Sure, like, sure, like, sure, like sure. That, the bank's also like, oh, well, we have this insurance company you should go to. It's like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, right. Let me put don't, don't, eggs in different baskets. That's, that's the point. Um, uh, if, an un, if, like, an unjust crime happens to your family, oh, you avenge You them. have to. You have to avenge your father's honor. Yeah. Um, which is a Especially if he's the chief of your tribe. Well, which they don't, <laughs> which they don't tell us at all until like the moment. Um, crabs live in houses, very luxurious houses with tea rooms <laughs> and full ceremonies. Um, Inanimate objects are alive, alive and well. Uh, there is an unbreakable bond between the crab, a mortar, a chestnut, and a bee. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like the aspect of, like, getting the whole gang together and using everybody's skills. Yeah, but, like, what are the chestnut? Like, I, I learned that chestnuts can be in fire and, and be completely impervious. Sure. Yeah. Like, nothing happened. He was totally fine. 
Um, I, uh, lessons. Uh, mortars are sentient beings yeah. and have feelings and will help avenge friends. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? What other lessons are in this story? Uh, it's crazy that this is the stuff that they told kids. Yeah. Some of the German fairy tales are like, watch out for this thing. Or like, you know, making your way in the world. All of these tales are just like, hey, when a wrong happens to you, you meet that wrong and you murder that wrong. Yeah, but also like it, it kind of had that extra lesson of like, but don't just rush in and attack the guy. Like, right? Yeah, you have to you have to meet cunning with cunning. Figure out your opponent. Like, yeah. really, like, uh, like think about this. Like, so, don't don't rush into revenge. Like, really plot it. You know, <laughs> it's so devious. Also, I I don't know if this is a lesson or not, but I'd love to know. Uh, the, the, I wonder if these Japanese fairy tales if we'll have more warring factions between the sea and the land. Like, I, the sea and the and monkeys and, like, land animals. It's always, like, the monkey and something from the ocean. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this story also teaches you that hard work pays off. Like, he, like, like the monkey, the crab like the, gets like tricked. The but he, no, no, no. That the crab, like, the crab gets tricked into, like, uh, into oh. growing the persimmons tree, but, like, the if, hard work paid off. He if, did. if the monkey hadn't been a murdering, lying asshole, right? Like, like he, he could have hired the monkey to like pick them and then given him some, and then like this could have been a very different story. Yeah. but it wasn't. It was it's a not. Japanese fairy tale. Yeah. Um, I also. Uh, all right, we're done with lessons now. Okay. Just things I like. Uh, I like that the young crab, as he's like on the ground covered with rocks, he like puts his knife up against him and he's like, <laughs> now do you know what's going on? Because you killed him. Time to pay the piper. Yeah. yeah. And it's also crazy, it's also pretty brutal that the monkey like stoned him to death. Well, like, yeah. like the, I mean like the punishment fits the crime because the monkey... Right, the other, the mortar and the other rocks who I thought were yeah. fucking rocks on a second read, on a third reading, I now know, no, those rocks are all sentient. <laughs> yeah. They all like work together. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Uh, would you tell this story to your kids? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone will. <laughs> well, I, I mean, have. someone did. Yeah. Someone did back in 1911. Yeah. But like, and if you're a kid listening, then I guess we told you. Yeah, now you know it, kids. Tell all your friends. <laughs> sorry we said fuck so much. Yeah, sorry about that. Well, eventually we'll do a clean episode, but I don't know when that's going to happen. Whatever. So there you go. Yeah. That is the story. Of the quarrel of the monkey and the crab. Love it. It's a fun one. It's yeah. a real good one. Um, something that you brought up early on. I love how these stories become so much more rich as you read the whole thing. Because the story that, as you read it, you picture like a crab and a forest. There's like on the beach. No, there's yeah. a full crab town, David. There's a crab town somewhere in Japan. All right, we're off to yeah. Crab Town. Thank hey, you. Well, before we do that, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Yeah, don't forget to follow us on all that stuff. Yeah. Check us out on the email. You know what to do. At the Storytime Pod. Yeah, and then to email us, it's thestorytimepod at gmail.com. Good job. Great. I'm Michael. I'm David. We'll see you guys next time. Okay, bye. Bye, ladies. That's our show. Thanks for coming around. Don't be sad. No need to frown. We'll have more stories. Don't throw a fit. Goodbye, one and all, and we'll see you in a bit. He, what was the, you said solemnly? Solemnly. Oh, okay. That's close enough. I know. I just, I, again, wasn't a word. Shut up. <laughs>